1: Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lesbians are about. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang
2: out. Let's hang out. Hi,
1: guys. Welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And welcome to our sixth installment of Should Have Been Gay. This week,
2: we are joined by a very special guest, Shelly Regner
1: from the Pitch Perfect series. Thank you so
2: much for talking with us today, Shelly. Thank you so much
3: for having me. I'm really
1: excited to talk about what should have been gay. (laughs) The answer is always everything. Everything should have been gay. Yes, there are limitless
2: (laughs) episodes that we are going to be doing of these should have been gays. Amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, because this
2: movie is about acapella... Lee and I actually met at an acapella conference. She sings. So we thought we would start this one off with a little warm-up. Are you ready to sing with us, Shelly?
1: Is this on three? <laughs> yes, yes. I believe
3: I believe I could uh, do a little ditty. Alright, here
2: we go.
1: Uh, on three or after three, Ellie? After three. Okay. Alright, here we go. <laughs> one,
2: So two, Hands in! Hands Aka in, B- hands B- in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hands in, Aka-bitches. Here we go. <laughs> one, two, three. Oh!
3: Oh, That's yes
2: beautiful. i'm so i've been waiting my whole or life does. to do that i think we're ready i think we're ready <laughs> yeah i feel really nice and warmed up <laughs> <laughs> so like we said before this week we're joined by shelly regner who plays ashley literally been there the whole time right <laughs> yes <laughs> one of the bard That's in, her. yes one of the bard bellas in the pitch perfect series we are so excited to have you
1: and for those of you who maybe don't know about Pitch Perfect, here's our quick blurb. Uh, it's Get a 2012 out. movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what are you doing here? Uh, go watch it. Come back. The podcast will be here. So it's a 2012 movie. And the, the IMDb blurb, which I think is not super accurate, is Becca, a freshman at Barden University, is cajoled into joining the Bellas, her school's all-girl singing group injecting some much-needed energy into their repertoire the bellas take on their male rivals in a campus competition and stars anna kendrick Brittany snow rebel wilson and shelly (laughs) regner who's
3: literally been here the whole time you can't forget about her she's always peeking behind everyone's shoulders
2: in the movie (laughs) yeah she's a fan favorite (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't think that's a that's a great synopsis of the movie i think there's a better synopsis we're gonna call it the should have been gay synopsis which is a freshman at barton university falls for a girl in her school's all girls singing group after they do at titanium in the school showers <laughs> that's basically what we that's, filmed right right that, that's the movie right yeah
3: <laughs> that is the movie
1: that's actually all you got in the scripts. It's just <laughs> See, it just said that. No dialogue. It was just that and then improv from there. Yeah. Right. It's like
3: there's a meet cute in the shower and <laughs> beautiful singing occurs afterwards that's like real life right
2: exactly i mean that's what happened in my college acapella group i don't know <laughs> what, what other things were
3: happening i don't know what happens in
1: your college dorm but mine <laughs> i mean i went to an all-girls school so that actually yeah it sounds about right
2: <laughs> it's pretty close yeah it's well pretty close. I, yeah i was in an all-female acapella group in college and i swear to god over half of us were at least over half gay you know
3: <laughs> right Exactly, it's like you're you're in confined spaces for a long time. You're singing these beautiful harmonies. You're feeling all these weird feelings. I mean, I get it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, emotions See, Shelly Regner, she gets it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, were you in an acapella group? No, actually, I wasn't. I grew up doing like show choir and you know, choir and dance and things like that throughout high school. But I was never in an acapella group. My first acapella my intro to acapella was actually pitch perfect funny enough and my intro to film as well was for pitch perfect I actually had just graduated from college at LSU where we were actually filming both the first and second pitch perfect movies and so I had got cast as a local hire
1: are you serious
3: yeah wow An open call and I thought I was auditioning to be like a background extra And they called me and they kept calling me back. And they were like, we want you to be part of the girl group. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? (laughs) And they were like, rehearsal (laughs) starts Monday. We'll send you the cast list. And they send me a list with names like Anna Kendrick and Rebel Wilson and Brittany Snow. And I was like, wait, I'm sorry, what am I doing?
1: (laughs) Wow. Like what a role to trip into, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was, it was super fun. (laughs) that's incredible that's so crazy
2: and so you started rehearsals that Monday and like it was like an acapella boot camp right like what was preparation for the movie like
3: oh my gosh there was we didn't anticipate sweating as much as we did (laughs) this was like the most hardcore acapella boot camp you could think of like sweating trying to sing sweating trying to dance sweating on each other both the girls and and the guys with us it was like 20 of us all at the same time for like three months together, it really was like summer camp. But you know, we made it happen. Everybody loved it somehow. And here we are. We just made a third one. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, when you filmed the first one, like, did you expect it to be so popular?
3: No, no, not at all. We, I kind of felt like I was part of something special. I think maybe everybody else was like, we'll see where this goes. Or you know, this is kind of cool. But who knows, if anybody will even see it. And me, I'm just sitting there being like, I'm this random girl from Louisiana working with these, like, Hollywood stars, like, of course this is going somewhere, right? It better. <laughs> but no one anticipated it to be the the franchise that it became today. You know, we thought maybe we would have a couple fans and people could, you know, relate to some of these characters, these, like, super crazy, quirky characters. And, you know, of course, who doesn't love good, fun music, especially when it's all acapella coming from everyone's mouths, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but no, we had no idea that it would gain the success that it has. And, you know, it's, it's because of all the fans and all the, yeah. the Chloe fans.
1: <laughs> it's yes. so funny. I feel like I didn't even know if I expected it to be that. Like, you know, when the first one came out, I feel like everyone who was into acapella at all You know, it was like, oh, my God, an acapella movie with, like, people and, and you know, and with acapella people, like, behind the scenes and stuff like that. And then, yeah, when it just took off and they're like, we're making another one. And it was like, oh, my God, this, it's happening.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was really excited when they called. It was about a year after and they called and they were like, do you want to do another one? And everyone, we're all, like, texting each other. We're like, hell yeah, we're all in. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Incredible.
2: All right. Well, I feel like, since you mentioned Big Chloe, we need to just, we need to just dig in. we have to
3: address, we have to address the the big elephant in the room. Yes,
2: the big lesbian elephant in the (laughs) room. The big
3: lesbian elephant in the room.
2: (laughs) Yes. So you're aware of Big Chloe. Like, everyone in the cast is aware, correct? We're all aware of that,
3: Chloe.
1: (laughs) Were you aware when you filmed it, though? Like, when you filmed the first movie before it came out, like, just that scene, did you guys know that was going to be a thing, or was it after the movie came out?
3: No. To be honest, when it was filming, and of course, like, for the iconic shower scene, it was a closed set. It was just Anna and Brittany on set, so none of us, like, witnessed this. But we all knew that it was coming up. We watched them, like, rehearse the song together. We were listening. And the Titanium wasn't even out. It was, like, pre-see-up. We all were listening to this song. It was like, oh, my God, this incredible music. And who is this girl's voice? And what is happening? And then they sang it together and harmonized. We were like, they're not even in a shower. And we all <laughs> want to take our clothes off. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You know, and it's funny because we were filming, like, different uh, party scenes in the movie and everything. And they have all those little, you know, Anna and Brittany have those little moments where they're relating and connecting with each other. Yeah. So I don't think in the moment we realized that it was like kind of sexualized and a little like sexual tension there screen it was like
1: you guys are electric (laughs) yeah they have a lot of moments and i i still remember like the first time watching the movie i mean the shower scene like what just you know like whatever kill us we're done we're stick a fork in us (laughs) it's over um but the thing is you have the shower scene and then there's so many scenes through the rest of the movie where i kept being like wait are they are they going there I, like, I didn't know for such a long time until, like, you know, until you start setting up the whole, like, both the hetero love story. Okay, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it was, like, you still weren't sure for, like, a decent amount of the movie where I was, like, do they know this? Are they doing this on purpose? Did th-
0: yeah, I don't
1: think, you know,
3: Kay Cannon, who wrote the franchise, Um, she wrote the first script, is an amazing comedy writer, and she wrote for, like, 30 Rock, and she wrote for A New Girl, and Um, for Girl Boss that was out on Netflix this past year and she's just an insane writer and that's what I love about all these movies that it's so female driven and female heavy. I I think the idea was just that like there's a bunch of crazy kids in college you know and everyone kind of like experiments with their sexuality or what they're into or you know maybe you get drunk at a party and you're just like feeling the vibe of whatever goes and I think that's just kind of how you feel as a like 19 to 22 year old so I think it was more in that vein of like the writing of it but you know when you lift words off a page and put them into action anything is possible so you know and especially if two other people played these roles it may have come across totally different there's something very specific about you know Anna playing Becca and Brittany playing Chloe and them just like having a blast with it and i think i think chloe is more of the lesbianic one mm. if i'm honest i think becca i think becca is kind of like whatever dude but like i think chloe's got a little freaky side and i think she's the instigator
1: of everything <laughs> i feel like i feel like chloe would just be like beyond labels and gender and everything she's just like yeah. love
3: is love and i just yeah. like, spread my love wherever it goes. I just want to explore your body
1: with my body oh my because God. bodies my are body beautiful. How it feels. Yeah,
3: I we are going to sing at the same time. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my God. Pitch Perfect 4. We've written it, you guys. Yes. We've done it. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> you said some people in the cast are fans of Chloe. so who, who? Tell us who's like, yes, let's do it.
3: <laughs> well, I got to be very honest with you. Rebel is kind of like an all or nothing gal. She, I mean, you can tell that in her comedy. She, she does just about anything for a laugh. You know, there's Mm -hmm. like, she has no censor. She's always the instigator. I feel like, I think if out of all of us, she'd be the one to be like, hey girls, you guys should, you guys should give them what they want. Give the, give the people what they want. There's even, (laughs) I think there's a, I saw a, video um during the press tour before the third movie came out and everyone had like big cutouts of everybody's faces and she was even like kissing them together so like I think she's probably (laughs) the biggest Beth Chloe fan and she even which movie was it Uh, I think it was the second one when she kind of made a joke and she even like she even shortened the the Beth Chloe name to blowy (laughs) and we thought that might catch on for a minute. Oh, my God. She said that line, and we were like, we have to cut the camera because we're all laughing so
2: hard right now. (laughs) Speaking of Rebel Wilson, actually, she, in the Australian premiere, she Mm -hmm. said that there was a kiss scene between Becca and Chloe in Pitch Perfect 3 that didn't make the final cut. Is that a lie, or is that real?
3: It is very true. Oh my God! (laughs) It is a real thing. It is a real thing, and we we actually really wanted it to be in the movie. Uh, We saw they gave us a private, you know, screening just for the girls. It was really special, and we were all crying because it was the last one. But we were all like anxiously waiting for the final scene. When, you know, everybody kind of goes off and goes to their, you know, respected lovers. But there was an outtake and we were hoping that it wouldn't be an outtake. So we're really fingers crossed because they don't, they haven't told us anything about the special features or the deleted scenes of what's coming out on the Pitch Perfect 3 DVD, which is coming out March 20th, it comes out. Mm -hmm. And um, we're hoping
1: it's in there because we know... We know what
3: the people really want. If
1: you're wondering what that sound is, Shelley, that's the sound of a million lesbians falling onto their fainting couches right now. <laughs> I heard it. I was. I kind of felt it too. Yeah, right. It shook the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's pretty steamy. Not gonna lie. Yeah. You've seen it.
3: <laughs> We've seen it. <laughs> we have seen it. We uh, we were actually funny story. It was our last day of filming for the third movie and most of the girls had wrapped for the day except for I believe uh who was left was Rebel Anna and Brittany just for a few final wrap-up scenes and so we were all back in I think Chrissy's trailer and we were all celebrating and we were you know having margaritas and just enjoying the fact that we wrapped we were waiting for the other girls to join us and we all get a simultaneous text message on our phone of a video of what was just shot, and we were like,
1: "What is that?" Oh my today? god. we were all really really upset that we missed it in action so what you're saying is if it doesn't make the dvd someone could leak that and and we have no idea where it could come from (laughs) i you know it definitely didn't
3: come from me you know but if it just happened to get in the hands of
1: it was not you (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but it may be floating around in the cloud somewhere who knows (laughs) But the footage exists, you guys. So don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit, because what it sounds like is, I mean, I think that Anna and Brittany are aware of it, right? It sounds like most of the cast is aware of it. I assume that by this point, the writers have to be aware of it. And because I think the reason that there was a decent amount of, you know, Backlash so far with with how the movie was promoted is that it it kind of felt like they knew that that was a thing, um, and were playing it up a lot, you know, for the teasers and and things like that, like on their Snapchat, on their Instagram stories. Um, but, but weren't actually going to go there, you know? So do you think there's a reason that they didn't want to go there?
3: You know, I can't say for sure. I did think, you know, they did use a lot of that material for the promotional, which would allude to you thinking that maybe this is the film where they kind yeah. of explore that aspect. And so I totally understand a bit of the backlash and, like, you know, it's the letdown because, you know, that's what a trailer and a teaser are for is to kind of show you what to expect. And when that's not what you, you know, when they didn't show that. So, you know, I, I think it, to be honest with you, my personal opinion is sadly, I i, I don't think the world is ready, honestly, for yeah, Chloe, for you know, there are more advanced cities and more advanced people, I think, but I do think we have a bit of a long way to go before it
1: is still, you know, in major feature films, yeah,
3: and mainstream, you know, commercialized feature films, and but we're on our way there, you know what I mean? Like. Call me by your name, and what is the new Simon movie love, coming out? You Simon. know, they love yeah. Simon. Oh, I want to see it so badly. You know, we're on our way there with creating a mainstream where everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, I'm not so shocked to see, you know, same sex engagement. I we know that if it was put out there, we know there was a definite target audience that would have absolutely loved it so that's why we're hoping that you guys get to see the uh the cut footage
1: yeah yeah well and it it is I think it's something too that like sometimes it's disappointing not even because I think you know the the ship itself is that that big of a thing but it's we see a lot of situations and I mean obviously we have a whole segment devoted to this on the podcast now you know where you get actors who just have that chemistry like it just clicks between them It's hard sometimes when you just see writers, like, they obviously are aware of it because they write to it, but they don't, they won't go all the way with it, you know? They're gonna hint at it, they're gonna use it a little bit, kind of milk it for what they can get, but, like, always sort of never cross that line too far, you know? In a safe space. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, just like you were saying, they don't cross that line. So it's just
3: enough to give you, you know, that little bit of a tease, and that little excitement, but, you know, not enough to, like, Let you finish, if you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) Yes! They're giving us lesbian blue balls. They are. It's so bad. It's not fair.
0: You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I was just saying what I think is really interesting about the dynamic of the group of girls in general is you know, everyone, it, it's a, like any group, you know, whether it's girls, guys, you know, high school, college, you all kind of like have your little cliques and your little relationships and everything. And so I think within this group of girls, like there's all these different little pairs, you know what I mean? So, and it's what's really funny is that so many of the fans latch on to whether they're shipping Beck Chloe, whether they're shipping, you know, Fat Amy and Bumper, Lydia Rose, and like, Whoever the hell she's going to be with, (laughs) you know, we I I wish she would have ended up with with someone. You know, there was a little storyline and that's what's hard uh, about making a film about an ensemble of 10 female, you know, women that you can't follow specifically everyone's story in depth. You know what I mean? You got to pick the high points and then things get cut and things don't make it and um but Cynthia Rose was actually supposed to have like a, a wedding or an engagement at oh, the end really? of the third movie yeah but just for timing and like yeah. script purposes mm-hmm. it just didn't make it you know so and also a little bit they were probably like we, how many lesbians can we
1: have in the group uh, I believe our experience would say a lot <laughs> like I said though there were so many lesbians in my college group yeah <laughs> and i think and and cynthia rose is important too because i mean it is important to say you know while we're talking about was there a little bit of hesitation from the from the studio or from whoever to to take Chloe to that level it's not like there wasn't any gay in the movie you know i mean of course there was it's just not not the gay that we're focusing on that should have been there
2: Yeah, and a lot of others should have been gays. Or there's no lesbians at all. But we're like, right. oh, well, there is a lesbian, but these lesbians, too.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but these other right, lesbians. Right. <laughs> and also, because Cynthia Rose, you know, she does, she does fit a lot of those. Like, there's a lot of sort of stereotypical things about her. She kind of fits that mold of... Um, Ellie and I have talked in an earlier episode about the kind of lesbian, like, predatory lesbian stereotype, you know, and she she definitely has a lot right. of that going right. on.
2: Right. Yeah. And I think I like that they had some scenes of her in the second and third where she obviously has some character development and we don't just like yes. the first movie it was felt like she was very, very one sided.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You could probably say that about most of the characters in the first movie, you know, the or like you know, the more of the ensemble pieces where it's they were like, Oh, this fits this mold and we'll figure it out later <laughs> um so it is it is nice that everyone kind of got a little more character development within you know through the second and the third and what's actually funny is um especially in the third one we I was like you know I think a lot of people are getting a little more method in their acting because uh Esther who plays Cynthia Rose she would kind of improv a few things and some things that would just come out of her mouth some of these lines She'd be talking about, like, wanting sushi and, like, getting some snatch and stuff. But she was actually just <laughs> talking. And we were like, you don't realize that everything you're saying, it, like, has a double
1: meaning. And she was like, oh, my, oh my God. God. so it was just perfect because we were like just keep the cameras rolling on her she's gonna say something great that's amazing
2: also in Pitch Perfect 3 we have she doesn't play a lesbian but Ruby Rose is in Pitch Perfect 3 and Ruby Rose is obviously like lesbian icon wanna
3: talk about like just having all the feelings (laughs) she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen she literally she stopped the set like everyone was like, Ruby's here. <laughs> feel any like homosexual feeling. You're just like, I'm I would turn. I absolutely
2: <laughs> would turn. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel that way about Ruby Rose. She is so wrong. Well. We were happy to have her own.
3: I know, right? It's the it's the general consensus. I'm I'm a little wary about people who don't feel that way
1: about Ruby Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you're not gonna find any listening to this podcast, so you know. <laughs> right right (laughs) as everyone google
3: searches ruby rose right now yeah (laughs) oh if anyone does not know who ruby rose is you got some
1: oh my god
3: like her amazing style she's got the most amazing style oh my god Uh
1: we just talk about her the rest of the time yeah okay how much time you have tonight (laughs) i know right we'll just continue we'll we'll take we'll pause the mics we'll come back in a bit (laughs) exactly oh my goodness we would gladly right, talk about your experiences with Ruby Rose for the next hour. That's that's fine with us.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. I feel like we have, like we could talk about lesbian stuff in Pitch Perfect for the rest of the day, but I feel like we've covered a lot.
3: Right? I feel like we're, we have. I mean, we... you know, there's endless amounts we could cover.
1: <laughs> is is I there think... anything we missed? Is there anything that's like? other things that happened on set or other things about filming them that, that we, you're like, oh, I can't believe you didn't ask about this.
3: Yeah, right? I, You know, we got the shower scene, most important.
1: We got, you
3: know, the I think the funny one, one of the most fun uh, in the second movie, we were all laying in that tent and we were all like super close to each other and like borderline, like you turn over and like, you got like boobs in one face <laughs> and butt in another face and like, lip to lip like you know whispering action so you know it's all pretty real in there where it's like (laughs) we're all like real intimate and close and things are touching and you know people are sweating and you're just kind of like like I said we're a family so at that point it's like who cares (laughs) (laughs) the last thing to uncover really is that hidden footage
1: Yes. yes And we are so looking forward to seeing it on the DVD. Please be on the DVD. <laughs> and to whichever mysterious benefactor one day graces us with it, we we pledged lesbian fealty to that person. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point it's time for our Q and Gay, right, Lee? Yeah, I think so. So if you have not listened to the podcast before, Shelley, we do a segment that's called Q and Gay. Q, Q. Q. And, and, and Gay. gay. <laughs> and q and gay so we are we have some questions that we're gonna ask you um i think they're mostly multiple choice or yes or no um and what we do is we'll ask you and then we also put them up on our twitter so that people can can answer them as well our listeners so so we're gonna take it away question one q and gay uh who is your pitch perfect otp do you know what otp is
3: I know. I don't know what OTP is.
1: So OTP is your one true pairing. So it is, it is, who is your, who is your ship? Who's your couple on Pitch Perfect? Okay. Okay. Out of, oh no, wait, there's choices. There's choices. Oh, there's choices. Oh, I Oh yeah. it. So <laughs> your choices are uh, Becca and Chloe, mm-hmm. Cynthia, Rose, and Stacy, mm-hmm. Ashley and Jessica, or Fat Amy and Aubrey.
3: You know... I got to be super
1: honest with you.
3: I got to go with Cynthia Rose and Stacy. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I feel like that's a dark horse option.
3: To me, they just exude the sex appeal and they have fun with each other and I but let's be real. The real answer is all of them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Great answer. Good answer. Good answer. You can come back on the podcast anytime. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right.
2: Question two. What was your favorite song from the Pitch Perfect movies? Obviously, there are a bunch, but we're just going to have four options because that okay. makes more sense for our Twitter. <laughs> but, <laughs> number one, The Bella's Finals. Number two, Titanium. Number three, The Pool Mashup.
3: And number four, Flashlight.
1: The Bella's Finals. It's such a classic.
3: There, I don't know. Nothing compares for me, honestly, it's just, yeah. and it's probably a bit of nostalgia and, you know, all the adrenaline that went into it and uh, the excitement and everything. But even now I'll, you know, it, it'll on my iPad or iPod, you know, <laughs> when it shuffles and it like pops up in there and I still jam out. So it's just, yeah. it's one of those songs that it, it doesn't get old.
1: Do you guys know how much of an acapella, uh, kind of like quintessential acapella thing that has become because it's actually one of those songs. So if you go to acapella festivals and workshops and stuff, it's become um, probably the most famous thing where if you talk about, you know, like contemporary acapella uh, and what is popular and what is known, they'll play literally the first second of that song and then say, who knows the song? And every single room in the hand will go up because it's that well known. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. It's become, like, such a, a thing that just has... I had no idea. That's really cool. <laughs> so there you go. You guys are, like, making acapella history. Acapella history. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like also the pool... Amazing. The pool mashup has been a big one. Like, I... Because I teach acapella right. classes to third grade girls. <laughs> and so oh, they yeah. <laughs> can actually sing that one. Like, that one's pretty easy for them to get around so like
3: yeah that's a pretty nostalgic one too I don't know it's, thinking about the whole like first soundtrack is just yeah so much high. nostalgia yeah. and the excitement and all the songs were so new at the time you know or like were just released at the same time as the movie so everything all the elements just came together for all of that music so and of course we have the most incredible vocal arrangers and sound producers and mixers of all time you know deke sharon like and ed boyer how do you compete we got the best of the best
1: <laughs> so with that being said now we're talking about the nostalgia of film one so q and gay question three what what pitch perfect was your favorite to film one two or three? Oh, oh they're all so different the most fun for
3: me it's a it's kind of a toss-up between one and three One, just because it was such a new experience and, you know, we weren't sure what the film was going to be. We were all just kind of figuring it out together. And three, because it was completely different from the first two. But we're, you know, we're jumping off boats and we're, you know, playing around in in France and uh, Spain and, like, going gallivanting all over the world. And Fat Amy does kung fu and like you know kicks ass like <laughs> what acapella group does that <laughs> so one and three man the second one's great i don't know again i just gotta pick all of them they're all so different <laughs> that's okay that's okay all
2: right so i feel like i have to intro this next one because we we talked okay. about this before we had started recording
1: and we'll talk you're about in a, it after but and we'll
2: talk about it still <laughs> okay. but you're in a new musical We've heard that you have had quite a few makeouts in your acting career. I have. So have you ever kissed a girl and liked it? Yes or no?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've kissed a girl and I liked it. Yes. Thank you, Shelly. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. Look, we we I've I've done it on and off stage, guys. It's all fine. <laughs> love is love (laughs)
2: beautiful um
3: yeah but i i i have in my acting career i have probably kissed more women than men
1: as it should be as it should be
3: you know let's be
1: real they're better kissers
3: anyways right (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) you're right shelly Tell us a little bit more about the musical that you're in, though. Because I think, I know we loved hearing a little bit about it. I think other people should hear a little bit about this, because it sounds amazing. Is everyone
3: intrigued? Because I, oh, I yes. do kiss a hot lady <laughs> in this musical. so if you're interested, uh, listen up. It's actually um, a musical uh, based on the... 2009 Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried movie called Jennifer's Body. It is playing at El Cid in Los Angeles, California. So you can come get your drink on, get your dinner on. It's a cabaret style theme. And it uh, follows the movie of Jennifer's Body with all of the songs from the early 2000s that you know and love. Songs like I Kissed a Girl by Katie Song. Yes. By Hines, Clarkson, Maneater, Furtado. I mean, this is, like, female hotness to the mat. And it's it's super fun. It's a, it's 90 minutes. You know, it doesn't last long. Um, and, you know, I get to kiss girls and eat boys. So what else, <laughs> yes. what else can you say? It's a night of amazing fun.
1: <laughs> so if you left the Pitch Perfect movies being like, oh, my God, I want to go see Ashley kiss girls and sing early 2000 hits. I mean, this is, like, this is the the show for you
3: this is the show for you absolutely yeah Yeah. and we just were playing thursdays and fridays uh through the end of march at lcid and then we just found out uh we are extending through april on Fridays. so you got a couple chances to see it if you're in the area company that I'm working with, uh, Sucker Love Productions, they did the Cruel Intentions musical that is now in New York off Broadway, which I got to originate one of those roles and also Kissed a Girl on
1: that show too. So (laughs) I'm telling you, maybe this is my calling, guys.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're
2: sensing a theme here.
1: Here's what I can tell you. If that is your calling, you can become royalty in like no time at all.
2: Oh yeah, lesbians love actresses who kiss other we girls. We love quickly, and
1: we love forever. You know, mm. so that is the truth. It yeah. really is the truth. I, <laughs> I believe that. that's why I love you guys. We are we are a dedicated fan base. I'll tell you what. So I would I would consider that as a career choice. It's Not a bad. <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> is there anything else that you're working on right now? Right now, um, I'm actually speaking of a cappella.
3: I am flying uh, to New York. March 25th will be the okay. date. Um, Sunday, March 25th, I'll be singing with Deke Sharon um, in mm-hmm. his uh, acapella concert, Total Vocal at Lincoln Center.
1: So look at that. People can catch you on one coast or the other. They got options. Exactly.
3: Look, I'm telling you, we were talking about this before we aired that I'm learning so much about technology <laughs> just from you guys right now. We can be coast to coast and be connected all at the same time. We, it, we are living in the future. You're absolutely right. <laughs>
2: and Pitch Perfect 3 is out on DVD now? When is it coming out? March
3: 20th. So uh, okay. if you're listening to this podcast, it is out now. So go to your local Target, Walmart, whatever store, digital, Best Buy, and you can get, uh, I believe you can actually get the trilogy. Be sure to, you know, bulk, bulk up and buy. Yes. oh my god no one doesn't love a trilogy I mean right I mean obviously this is what's going to have to happen the DVD comes out the trilogy set comes out grab all your girlfriends have a huge movie marathon night in your jammies and PJs and then maybe in the night singing in the shower who knows yes
1: <laughs> I mean after a couple yes. margaritas anything goes right so anything yeah. goes right
2: <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for talking to us, Shelly. This was so much fun. You were such a great sport. An amazing
3: time. This is fabulous. Um, So where can we find you online? I am definitely an Instagrammer, um, uh, but I'm on all the social sites. You can follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Shelly Regner. just my name. Facebook is just my name, too. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Shelly Regner. Excellent. You'll find me. And uh, I'll be posting a lot about singing and dogs because I'm dog obsessed.
2: (laughs) Sounds beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be sure to check out Shelly on all of her social medias. She's fantastic.
1: Just a reminder you can find us. Uh, we are at Les Hangout Pod on all of the social medias. So that is on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook.
2: Or you can email us at LesHangoutPod at gmail.com. Let us know if you have other should have been gays you'd like to hear on the show.
1: If you're enjoying the podcast, there's a couple ways that you can help support us. Uh, for one, you can check out our Patreon. That is at patreon.com slash leshangout. You get access to a ton of fun perks like Les Essentials viewing parties and other cool uh, tidbits and things and outtakes from the shows. Uh, and you can also check out our shop, which is uh, our tea Public store. And that you can get to by going to bit.ly slash lesshop. I guess that's it for our show today, which is so sad. I wish we could sit here
2: and hang out with <laughs> Shelly for hours. Yes, but... you're
1: welcome back anytime, Shelly. <laughs> Thank you so much. I will definitely be back. You guys are amazing. So much fun.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, we really will take you up on that, so... <laughs> All right, well, with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And let
1: hang, hang out again yes. soon.
3: <laughs> let's
1: hang out. out, out.